Hello and welcome back to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. This is Ramona Gaylord and Shambri Sports, her eldest. So our notebook entry today is actually not about the flora and fauna. Instead, we will be discussing an equally fun topic. Um, it's about a quickly approaching celestial event that can be seen from the valley floor, weather permitting, of course. August is the months of shooting stars or meteors. You are more likely to see a meteor on an August starry night than any other time of year. You can see a meteor on almost any night if you look up for long enough. But at certain times of the year, we are treated to grand showers of falling stars. And this is the week, you guys, the Perseid meteor showers peak. These children of Perseus are the most reliable of all meteor showers. During August, the Earth and its orbit around the sun passes through the debris of the defunct comet, Swift-Tuttle. The material of this comet is now spread out in an elliptical orb reaching way out in the solar system. And as the Earth passes through this stream of cometary material, particles hit the Earth's atmosphere and are vaporized by friction. Instantly, We see the heated vapor as a streak of light that looks like a falling star, but it's actually Meteor. Meteor showers take their name from that area of the sky from which they seem to radiate. And in this case, the constellation Perseus, hence Perseid, um, of course, the particles are traveling in parallel orbits around the sun and have no real connection with that constellation. Also note that you will be more likely to see a meteor in the morning hours when the earth has turned so that we are facing head on into that stream. So... Sombri, I've been noticing a few posts recently on Facebook. Have you? Pray tell. About this year's approaching meteor shower. Perhaps you guys out there have also seen these posts that state, we will be in for the best Perseid meteor shower in 96 years. What? Earth and Sky Magazine says, not quite. They started uh -oh. seeing these posts in about late July on Facebook. Unfortunately, it's not true. What? No. Ignore the fact that brightest is not a word you typically hear astronomers apply to a meteor shower as a whole. A meteor shower is made of lots of separate meteors, after all. Some are bright and some are faint. Also, ignore the fact that they will light up the whole sky. This is ridiculous for any meteor shower, and it's not true that the night will appear as day. Well, you guys get the idea. To an astronomer's ear, this all sounds pretty silly. Earth and Sky website was not sure where the FB meme originally got its completely erroneous information. It definitely didn't come from astronomers who tend no to be way. very precise and even cautious about making predictions of any kind. Maybe it stemmed from the predictions for a Perseid outburst last year? At any rate, there are no predictions for a spectacular Perseid meteor shower this weekend. Those sorts of predictions typically stem from computer models, which sometimes suggest that during this or that meteor shower, Earth will encounter a particular particularly rich stream of particles in space. As we mentioned, meteor showers are caused by debris left behind in the orbits of comets. And very rich showers occur when we encounter especially rich streams of this icy cometry debris. Wow. Just the stuff that gives us a spectacular show. Gotta love it. And last year, those same sort of predictions were made. And we heard later from um, that the Perseids had a slightly higher rate at their peak than normal. The meteor expert Bill Cook of NASA wrote that the Perseids never really reach what are known as meteor storm levels, which there are storms where thousands of meteors occur per hour. Per hour? And 
thousands, so maybe the sky does really light up. Um, he said at best they outburst from a normal rate between 80 to 100 meteors per hour to perhaps a few hundred per hour. The best Perseid performance of which we are aware of occurred back in 1993 when the I peak rate... I wasn't even born then. Oh, you never got to see it. And the peak rate topped at about 300 meteors per hour. And last year they said they saw an outburst of 200 meteors an hour. In fact, our family watched the show last August from the Uray campground, and we counted about 60 to 80 meteors per hour. Which was still impressive, I must say. So regardless of how many meteors we can see in an hour, it is still so much fun to watch meteor showers. So when and how should you watch the meteor shower? That's what I'm wondering. The Perseid meteor shower is known to rise to a peak gradually, actually over several weeks, and then fall off rapidly in the days following the shower. So the peak mornings will probably be during the pre-dawn hours on August 12th and 13th. Saturday, so get your Sunday. calendars out right now, you guys, and start marking those days. The morning of August 11th, in other words, Friday, early morning, it might be worth watching as well. But remember, by then, the moon will be in the way because that old waning, waning gibbous moon will be bright and lighting up the sky, making it harder to see meteors than on dark, moonless nights. And this is when the meteors are normally flying most abundantly. But don't despair, you meteor mongers. Perseid meteors tend to be bright. The brighter ones may well overcome the moonlit glare. And here's how to watch in bright moonlight. Don't think we weren't going to compare you, prepare you. When the moon is up around the shower's peak dates, it'll be casting long, long, long shadows in the sky around late night and early morning. So you guys go find a moon shadow somewhere, perhaps on the valley floor, that yes. still provides you with a wide expanse of sky for meteor viewing. A plateau area with high standing mountains to block out the moon would work just fine. And if you can't do that, don't worry. You guys go find a row of trees bordering a wide open field somewhere or just simply sit in the shadow of a barn or other building ensconced within a moon shadow and far from the lunar glow moon doesn't that shadow. sound romantic yeah sounds like the uh, lyrics to a song here in KOT. moon shadow moon <laughs> shadow but don't rule out those early evenings either especially you with young kids as the moon won't be out till later now that it's waning from full watch as late as you can till the moon rises above old ajax and it is rising later every night now and as a general rule, the Perseids tend to be few and far between at nightfall and early evening, yes. But if you are fortunate enough and for old lady fortune smiles upon you, you could catch an earth grazer. An earth grazer? What's wow. an earth grazer? That's another long, slow, colorful meteor traveling just horizontally across the sky. An earth grazer meteors are rare but memorable and I you bet. will have a new appreciation for meteor watching if you are lucky enough to see one of these babies have you seen one? Oh yeah lots you're <laughs> for old sure. yeah that's what you <laughs> Just... get for watching meteors for the last 50 years Pierced 52 I might add earth grazers can only appear at early to mid evening and when the radiant point of the shower is close to our horizon the Perseids also have a lot of fireballs and yes, folks, there are such things as fireballs, and they're not just those red hot candies or the lyrics to another song. Uh, these are really bright, large meteors that can glow as bright as the moon. We have actually seen fireballs in a few of our rafting trips in our lives, and they are all, always, always hugely exciting as everyone screams out from their sleeping bags. 
So as a couple last reminders, you don't need special equipment or knowledge of the constellations to go out and enjoy yourself. Give yourself at least an hour of observing time because meteor showers come in spurts and are interspersed with lulls. Remember, your eyes can take as long as 20 minutes to adapt to the darkness of night, so don't you go rush in that process. Know that the meteors all come from a single point in the sky, and if you trace the paths of the Perseid meteors backwards, you'd find that they all come from a point in the front of the constellation Perseus, hence Perseid. Don't worry about which stars are Perseus, just enjoy knowing and observing that they all come from one place on the sky's dome. Be sure and watch with friends and family because you don't want to experience this phenomenon alone and try facing in different directions so that if someone sees a meteor, they can call out meteor to the rest of the people. Also notice the speed and colors of any of the meteors. The Perseids are actually known to be very colorful and these meteors are fast, entering Earth's atmosphere at about 35 miles per second. Watch for meteor trains. A meteor train is a persistent glow in the air left by some meteors after they have faded from view. Trains are caused by luminous ionized matter left in the wake of this incoming space debris. A good percentage of Perseids are known to leave persistent trains. I've seen them. They linger for a moment or two after the meteor has gone. And again, it's hard to see in the moonlight, but watch for them anyways. A couple closing thoughts not related to meteors, but to other celestial bodies. At the end of the Perseid shower, look for lovely Lady Venus. As dawn breaks, a bright planet will be ascending in the east before dawn. That, my friends, will be Venus. Third brightest object in Earth's sky after the sun and moon. Love that Lady Venus. Em embrace the moon, you guys. We hear people bubble with excitement about seeing meteors in all sorts of conditions moon or no moon city lights or no city lights so don't you let the moon's bright light get you down so all you celestial folks out there get out your hot chocolate thermoses and begin to plan a place to watch which isn't too difficult in these dark sky regions of telluride Fortunately, we're not plagued with extreme light pollution that is found in the big cities. Uh-uh. Growing up in Denver, I've noticed a huge change in the visibility of stars due to the exponential growth of the front range and the accompanying increase in street lights everywhere. Nowadays, I can only spot the brightest magnitude stars and used to be able to see around 50 to 60 meteors per hour as a kid from my Wheat Ridge backyard. I don't think I'd be able to do that anymore. And lastly, just a little vignette. My old grandma, Oma, was grandma born Oma. in the Saudi on she the great plains of Oklahoma Territory. And she told me, when you see a falling star, call out money, money, money three money, times. Money, 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 baby. Before it disappears. Faster than that. Money, money, money. Money, money, And money. your dream will come true. So don't forget, don't forget to make that wish. Get your wish prepared, in fact. Write it down. And then when you see that, that meteor, just go money, money, money. Thank you guys again for listening to this episode of Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna, a special edition of the showy showers of August. And thank you so much, Kodo. Thank you, Kodo.